Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. It's now mock draft season on After Further Review. That's right. Always talking about the NFL draft, and David the Man of God Harris has his first five picks of the NFL draft mock draft. Mock draft, actually, 1.0. Go ahead, David. All right, and for those of you that aren't familiar or new to the proceedings, I always try, always go with if the team keeps their pick, knowing that they're going to inevitably be drafts. Mm-hmm. And honestly, at least two of the top five teams this year, I think, will trade down mm-hmm. and accumulate picks. So that will obviously shake things up. One, it being the team that will begin this mock draft MLA with, um, Derek, Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. I honestly think they should trade down and accumulate draft capital. Mm-hmm. Is that going to appeal to fans? No. But do I think that would make sense if they want to build for the future? Well, Which what is future what, is that? that, that that's going to be the question. Kind of, If you want to build this long-term, kind of knowing that it's going to take at least two or three draft classes, to kind of change the direction that you're going. Mm. I think the Bears probably should draft at, or trade back at least at least either with New England or, dare I say, the Giants might jump up from six to one, knowing that you have the number nine overall pick also, so you can still have a top ten pick, which you can still get a franchise-changing player. But... If you're not liking the quarterbacks in this draft class and you know that maybe next year may not have the best draft class, but you can get draft capital to kind of accumulate, accumulate. And there are a lot of veterans that you can bring in that are up top tier quality. You can get a trade. There are a lot of veterans on the market right now that you can bring in for a free agency deal. What? Who are you going to bring in if you're Ryan Poles? At this point, not knowing what the Bears want to do and knowing that the Bears Bears brought in an offensive coordinator that has primarily worked with pocket passers, that already tells me what direction that they want to head. They they don't want to do any more than scrambling to a threat quarterback. At least that's what I'm getting a sense of. Okay, so basically what you're saying is, why are they going to trade back? Why are they picking up Caleb Williams? I mean, the the, the thing is, people are saying Caleb Williams is a can't-miss prospect. 
Some I people, disagree with that. That's that's what most of them. Now there's some detractors that say you know that you know like Merrill Hodge that doesn't think he's a really high prospect. I've heard I've heard a few say that he's going to be Jamarcus Russell 2.0. Why is that? Probably because of his work ethic. I, I've heard more or less. Is it more of his work ethic or because the dad is around? the practices and stuff like that. But the fact of the matter, there are other quarterbacks in this draft, by the way, but the fact of the matter is the mostly the overall is now some people are saying the number one player in the draft is Marvin Harrison. Could they draft Marvin Harrison? But if you're going to trade the pick, what are you going to get out of the pick? Exactly. I'd, are you building I'd say more pieces. If you're if I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. Where's Justin Fields going to get traded to, David? Personally, I don't think he gets traded this offseason. Well, then they have to pick and up his fifth what, year in May. What, the, the, David, he's getting traded. Yeah, and, uh, and they, they they have to. They have to make a move. You got to. You, one, you're gonna. They're gonna draft a quarterback. Ryan Poles didn't draft Justin Justin Fields. You got to get something for him. The problem is, and this is what I heard from Adam Schefter earlier this morning on ESPN, they've put out feelers to trade him, but no one wants to trade for him. That right there tells you a lot of what people are thinking about Justin Fields. Well, well, that and what they're what they want in return in terms of compensation. I've heard as high as uh, you know, high day two pick. So and then so that's telling you, so is that too high? If it, this, is, this is the thing I don't understand. You talk highly about this guy, and he needs pieces, and he needs this. If the dude is that good, why is a high day two pick too high? If the guy is a franchise-changing quarterback, you get him in the right situation, he's going to change everything. This is telling you what people think of the they, – they, they, three years, he hasn't doesn't have a winning record. He's he's been getting he he does well against bad teams. All his better games, if you look at all his great games, have been against like the Patriots, the Commanders, the Arizona Cardinals, bad teams. He can't read defenses, and in, in the fourth quarter, when you need him to advance the ball down the field, he can't do it with his arm. He just can't. Is he fun to watch? Is he entertaining? Is he athletic? Yes, everybody knows that. Let's just stop. Let's just stop that. Just, 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 just. just there shouldn't be an elephant in the room. He's a likable guy. You like him? Yeah. No. Nobody's saying he's not. Nobody saying he's not a good guy. It's right. just That he's not the right fit. He's not the right fit. He's not. He. He. He's not a generational changing quarterback. You probably don't want him to get traded to the Steelers, which I. I think I've heard is gonna could happen because it's more of a run heavy scheme that would definitely fit him. But I know David's gonna come and say, "Don't you bring that evil around here." I, I actually think that kind of with the way that we want to utilize more of the run game, and it's been said particularly the past couple of weeks. I think Justin Fields would be a great fit in Pittsburgh. Okay. Wow. Like Mitchell, that. like Mitchell Trubisky, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Trubisky is just trash can garbage juice who can't do anything. But you, but you, but, but you were on the high side of Trubisky when I told you that Trubisky wasn't really good. Yeah, and I and I remember when I told you that he got signed by the Steelers. You let loose who was a word that I can't repeat on the air. What? Because if you're trying to get the air appearance. Ben Roethlisberger, which what we were trying to do at the time, or kind of 
one, he's you know Ben was still better right now, and two, you're thinking of bringing in a veteran guy to mentor a young rookie in Kenny Pickett. Is is that kind of the veteran that you wanted? Kind of have in the locker room with you. But I, I, yeah, I haven't seen yeah, much to this season. But I, like I said, the, the, I think what's going to happen, this is me. I think they're going to go with the Caleb Williams, or they might have a surprise. They might trade the pick, but the problem is Ryan Poles knows this, he's being judged on this draft. The last GM drafted Mitch Trubisky. Well, he traded up to get Mitch Trubisky, and he missed out on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. All quarterbacks have problems with what they say about them. Some people probably do that so that the Bears maybe don't draft Caleb Williams because he probably doesn't. I think secretly he doesn't really really come to Chicago. So people put out, you know, in the draft, people put out all types of misinformation to get the GMs not to do it. If the dude goes in, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't think he's not doing nothing at the combine, is he? I don't know if he did the interview. They're going to be looking at. No, he did the interview, but I think. I mean, part of that, part of the conversation that I'll get to is some of the arrogance that came off with his interview is kind of putting a lot of teams away. But like I said in the drive, you always hear these inf- this information. The, the fact of the matter is the Bears are on the clock. The Bears have to make a decision. The Bears know that by May you might have to pick up Justin Fields' fifth option. The question is, is he a franchise quarterback? Well, that answer is no. He's not on a Mahomes level or nothing like that. Is he a pretty decent quarterback? Oh, yeah. But he's not someone that's going to elevate your your, your your team. And are you going to pay him all that money? For what? He's shown he can't win. And everybody keeps saying, well, you don't have all these pieces. Oh, I, I get that. But Mahomes lost one of his top wide receivers, and he's another Super Bowl champion. Mahomes' line... After they won the Super Bowl, they couldn't keep everybody. They're still winning Super Bowls. Jared Goff, look how far he got his team in the playoffs. Brock Purdy, look how far they got their team in the playoffs. They're nowhere near the athlete of Justin Fields. Just face it where you face it. He's an average NFL quarterback. And he doesn't have the tools to be the elite quarterback. Stop trying to say. Tom Brady, did he ever have the elite receivers? Yes, he did. He had Moss for a couple seasons. Yeah, and he also had he had Mike Evans his last year in Tampa. But overall, his whole career, how many elite receivers did he have? He didn't have, like Troy Aikman had Michael Irvin majority of his career. I mean, he had he had guy he had he had guys who were dependable and could get the job done. But exactly, he but he didn't he didn't have like the elite of the elite. You can get them all the pieces you want to. If the quarterback can't get the guy the ball, then what's the point of having the pieces? I think it's pretty obvious. If they do trade down and they get some capital, they're probably trading down to get some capital, and maybe they think that they can get a quarterback that's a little bit better than Caleb Williams. But I see them probably trade or getting Caleb Williams, restarting the clock, working with him, having getting him the pieces he needs to survive. Yeah. To help him along. I mean, Justin Fields has shown to me that you're going to get him. Think about it. Bears go 7-10 and 10 with Justin Fields. Poles is going to get fired. If you beat, get Caleb Williams, 
and you go seven and ten, you look like a genius. That's the way it is, David. Keep going. No, it, it, no, and that's the kind of the name of the NFL game is kind of the margin. That's the difference between, yeah, a team that's in the playoffs consistently. That's the margin between a team that's on the fringe versus a dumpster fire, and that's really the difference between a team that's whose ceiling is championship game versus a Super Bowl team. Like, the, the tiniest margins make a big difference in the National Football League. Everyone knows it, so everyone's trying to decrease those margins, knowing that kind of it's easy for a team to flip the switch or a team to go, you know, take a nosedive. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah, so per, per, just personally speaking, kind of outside the mock draft, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a deal with New England. Um, kind of. That's the that's the team that I'm zeroing in for the trade. Mm-hmm. I think New England would be that fit because um, then they can. Move well, back the, the trade. They're going to trade. What were they going to trade with New England? They would trade three to one, and you get more of New England's picks. So they're just trading for draft capital. So then, who does New England draft? I, I, if they were to draft, I think they would go with a quarterback that they wanted. But I think that they would go with Drake May at one, which would screw over Washington because I think Washington wants Drake May at two. I've been, um, I've heard that New England would probably rather have Jaden Daniels. So let me get this straight: you trade down, okay? So New England's got the number one pick. They get Drake May, which I've heard he has an elongated throw. Throwing motion. He's a Carolina quarterback. Remember, Trubisky went to Carolina. Okay, so then who's so number Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Number two. Who's at number two? The Bears and then football. Okay. No, it will be Commanders. Commanders. Commanders at two. They would go Jaden Daniels. Okay. But but this is all like, I honestly, I think Mark was, yeah, this is with trades. Then again. Trades are always a dime a dozen because they could even trade with another team. So who do, who do the Bears get at three? The Bears get the Bears would still. I personally, I think Marvin Harrison goes to the Bears and not Caleb Williams. So basically, what you're saying is Justin, the Bears are keeping Justin Fields. Then, yeah, they're going to franchise tag him this year. That that's where I think they'll franchise tag him. Or, no, not franchise, but give him that fifth year. But the draft, though, doesn't have really good quarterbacks, though, next year, right? As, as we've seen this year, no one knows what the quarterback class is. Because there could be a quarterback that comes out of the woodwork next year that lights up the field in a way that, kind of like a Jane Daniels did this year, or even Michael Penix. Who, okay, so then who's number four? Cardinals. So, who do they? Who do they get? All right. So the Cardinals would get Joe Alt to tackle from Notre Dame. Number five. There. Brock Bowers, the tight end from Georgia. Jim Harbaugh's first pick as the new coach. I guess that's because he always had Herbert. So number six is the Giants. Seven is the Tennessee Titans. Eight of the Falcons, and the Bears go again at nine. Yeah. So who's going at six? So at six, I have the Giants going with Rome, 
Adunze, the wide receiver for Odunze. the Odunze. Or sorry. Okay. And then... Uh, Titans at seven. Yeah. Yeah. I got him going with Cooper. Cooper. Dijon from, from Iowa. Okay. Top cornerback in the class. And then who do the Falcons get? The Dirty Birds. They stay closer to campus, and they get Nate Wickens, the cornerback from Clemson. Who do the Bears get? I'm probably he's probably going to send me a DM and probably hate me forever, but he goes to Larimer, Quinion Mitchell, Quinion Mitchell, and top Toledo. ten pick. Well, here here's the problem. I know, David, I know he- David, something doesn't make sense here. Okay, the Bears get Marvin Harrison. How does Caleb Williams be projected as a number one pick and you don't even have him in the top nine? How does he fall that far? Let's say if this did work out the way the Bears did it, and let's say they, they go down to three, they get Marvin Harrison Jr., and then they come back to nine and Caleb Williams isn't picked yet, do you, do you honestly think they're, they're, they're going to get Caleb? I, I honestly think that as his interview process and some of his comments, kind of teams being honest, they appreciate his honesty and his bluntness, but I think his comments at the Combine and just throughout some of the offseason has put off a lot of teams. Like, yes, on-the-field talent, and for whatever it's worth, kind of, yes, he produced against the little system before, but in the big games, he didn't play well. But they said, but but David, that. David, they said the same thing about C.J. Stroud. And what did I say last year about C.J. Stroud? But I, I didn't see this kind of arrogance from C.J. Though. No, but can Caleb Williams play football? I mean, you, you, you I get it. The, the character, but a lot of guys that are talented might have character issues. But can the guy play football? You can't pass up on a guy that's got great talent and then look stupid. That's how GMs lose their jobs. Okay, the Bears do the trade. You get Marvin Harrison Jr. Great. You trade it, and then you get draft capital out of New England. So we already know if you go get Caleb Williams, you already know that's some of that draft capital that you got. You're going to pick up some linemen, obviously, more. Then, if you trade Justin Fields, you could probably pick up some even more draft capital. I mean, I, I just don't. How far is Caleb Williams going to drop? I mean, just because he has an attitude problem, you can't tell me this guy's the projected number one pick. And you, I mean, you're nine. Who did the Jets draft in at ten? The Jets go offensive line because. Okay. Um, so yeah. so Caleb Williams goes from a top prospect to out of the top ten. I, I honestly think that kind of when you deal with character, are there going to be a lot of GMs? That's that far fetched, David. David, that's far fetched. There's going to be people that say, no, I don't want to deal that with that. But then people are going to look like if he gets in the right situation, I can manage that character flaw. If you can play football, you can play football. They're going to go with talent over character any day, unless you, unless you have like a drug problem or something like that. And, and as much research as they, they did, he said he was being honest. So what's the wrong with honesty? Because the you're going to penalize the man for being honest? No, I, I said that their teams are going to appreciate his honesty. But not draft him. 
Yeah, but not draft him. Like you can appreciate you can appreciate a guy being honest and direct and not BSing your way through the interviews, but at the same time, like you said at the beginning, like this is gonna be Ryan Poles' guy. Like it's gonna be make or break off of this. And is is Caleb Williams with all of that of with all of his issues not off the field, but just kind of with personality. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you want that to be your face of your franchise and mark your, mark your next three or four or five seasons? Because, yes, there is that possibility that Caleb Williams kind of hits and you get a diamond mine, but there's just as easy where he could be like a Mitchell Trubisky, where you put all your eggs in this basket and kind of before the end of his rookie year, you're like, yeah, we made a mistake. Well, Davids, we're kind of up against it. Mm-hmm. How about we uh, skip to who your Steelers take at 20? Mel Kuyper has them taking Wiggins. So, def- you go defensive back, or what do you do? Oh, I haven't gotten past the top 10 yet. Right, yeah. He we were just we he was really just doing the top five, and then it was like, wait a minute. So then, you know, now, now he – He's going by trades and what could and this and that happen. Yeah, I I just only ask because I think by the time you get to the whole enchilada, I'm going to be out for baseball. Right, I guess he's doing the whole month in May of baseball, right? And April as well. Well, yeah, May, April. Unless unless it rains? Yeah, unless I get a game rained out, then I'll have to stop in because I just just wanted to hear what he had to say. Mm Well, you can always no, tune no, in no, or, or, or listen to our, our our podcast on after further review. I know I just, the, the picture of you in a force's head. I know, I know. I just want, I just kind of want to hear it in person, mm-hmm. right here, right now. No, and I mean that's fair. And again, kind of my mock draft usually, like I said, I don't incorporate trades. I was just because really, I think the Bears keep one. Either way, I have the Bears taking Marvin Harrison, and I think Drake May goes to Washington at two and. Malik Neighbors goes to New England at three. That's but you, what I'm but saying. Malik Neighbors going number three when they need a quarterback. But you got to understand, David. The quarterback you need a quarterback. Exactly. Mac, I understand what you're saying. Mac you're looking, Jones is trash. Right. They the teams are gonna. I'm telling you right now, they're going for quarterbacks. If you ain't got a quarterback or you don't believe in your quarterback, they're going. The teams are going for the quarterback. That's the way you're going to win in this league. Because if you pass up the quarterback and the guy becomes a generational pick, the guy is getting fired. You, you, Marvin Harrison, great player, maybe he is, but you don't win with wide receivers. You, you learn that. Look at Keyshawn Johnson. He was picked by the Jets. What have the Jets done? Nothing. And I know on, on, on basically Undisputed, he's going in there saying, oh, it's Marvin Harrison. But, yeah, he's a wide receiver. You're just you're just the guy on the, the on there. You you're you're not franchise turning around anybody. You're just the key in the cog. The, the the main piece is the quarterback. If you don't got that, you don't have anything. The quarterback's got to be exceptional for you to win championships. And the Bears fans want them to win championships. And I don't mean the, the NFC North Division championship. And you could talk about Brock Purdy all you want to, but when he needs to step up and do what he needs to do, he helps the forty. He can have all the talent in the world. He still got him to a Super Bowl. He just faced somebody that was a little bit, just a little bit better than him. 
and there was some unexpected injuries with 49ers. I think if the, if those injuries didn't happen with the 49ers, they probably could have knocked off the Chiefs. You need a competent quarterback to win. You can have the receivers, you can have the running backs, you can have the linemen, but if you got a quarterback that can't advance the ball down the field with an arm, you're not winning, and that's where the Bears are at. Unless they want to keep being a 500 to sub-500 ball club, you need a new quarterback. No, and I would agree with that, but kind of in that same breath, you could say the Jets, the Jets spent high on Zach Wilson. Look where the Jets are at. Exactly, uh, because the court, he's not good, a very good quarterback. But they went yeah. for the quarterback. And what is, what is Justin Fields? He's not much better than Zach Wilson. Huh. Yeah, it's just... It's yeah, just because no nobody likes... Piece. Think about it. Nobody likes Zach Wilson. He's a small guy. He's not phys- you know, He doesn't have the physical traits that everybody can fall in love with. They don't like him. And his personality is not the greatest, where Justin Fields is. But if you, I think Colin Cowherd even compared some of their stats, like in the fourth quarter, they're both the same quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I would, I would agree with that aspect, and I would agree that kind of when you look at the game film, look at the tape, kind of just they play a similar way where they try to do too much, and it usually bites them in the bullet. But even just kind of thinking about, like, Zach Wilson as a comp coming, like, the whole thing that we were talking about out of BYU. Like, we watched him. We were like, eh, is he really an NFL quarterback? Outside of the off the field, the character issues, kind of the, the bravado, the personality, the kind of, I think I'm better than you, which is honestly the same kind of vibes that I'm getting from Kayla. And so, kind of comparing, no, he didn't go to BYU, but in the bigger games, Caleb Williams didn't show up, oh. and so if I'm if I'm a slick coach like the if I'm a Bears franchise if I'm a Bears fan, and you see a guy who against the bigger competition the UCLA's the Oregon's the Washingtons with more NFL talent than yeah yes you can beat up on the teams like the Stanford's and the Cal's, but like I want someone that kind of in big games shows up and for the past two years. Like that was the that was the gripe that we heard in post game. Where was he? Okay, here he is. Here. The Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, here we go. Finally, just admit Bears are keeping Justin Fields. Rumors was all just to keep his trade value high. If Chicago bailed on Justin Fields in Week Eight or Nine, what would he be worth today? You can't keep blaming the Bears. They went and got some good pieces. Uh, yeah, Bryce Young. He doesn't have anything to work with. Justin Fields' O-line is middle of the pack. His final seven games this year, five touchdowns, three picks. Completion percentage around 60% and a passer rating in the low 80s against mostly lousy teams. Chicago media, their opinion of him is just not reality. Three years, his career, second half stats. 77 passer rating, 58% career completion percentage. You know what that is? Guy I keep comparing him to, Zach Wilson. But New York media... Never defend Zach Wilson. They call it as they see it, as they should. I respect that. Chicago media, this guy deserves another year. He is, in the second half, Zach Wilson. Thoughts, David? Yeah, you you can't deny those facts. And I think I would agree that 
New York media is brutal. Like every, anyone can tell you that. No, they, I don't think. I think the New York media is reality. Is realistic. They don't. They cut out the BS. You got to sometimes take out the emotional effect of of evaluating a player. And then you just yeah, said that. But you just said that exactly. Caleb Williams didn't win the big ones. What big games has Justin Fields won in the last three years? He hasn't. Not so, value. so you want to keep him and add pieces around him, but not draft Caleb Williams. That's what prevents you from drafting Caleb Williams. But yet, you want to keep this guy, get him a fifth year, and and give him pieces. That makes no I, sense, David. That makes no sense. That, that doesn't make any NFL sense. You're paying a guy this, and let's just be honest. Caleb Williams won a Heisman. Okay. You say he doesn't step up in the big games, but that clock gets to restart at a cheaper price for him. You can't keep Justin Fields and then still keep having the same production out of him and then say, well, we got him the pieces. Yeah, you got him the pieces, but you missed the one big piece trying to get a a damn quarterback. Poles knows if he doesn't do right, he's going to get fired. Well, that's with any GM. I just, no, no, it's basically the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. I'm going with the devil I don't know. I know what you can and can't do. You're not that good. So I'm going to pawn you off on somebody else. And I guess some people are realizing you can't, I can't play the okie doke game on you. Trade Justin Fields to build your draft capital. Get Caleb Williams. Get him the pieces. And and that's fair. Like, like I, I would not have a problem with the yeah, the devil you don't know, particularly with the younger, the younger, yeah, just younger, cheaper, has all the kind of everything surrounding him. And yeah, you're starting fresh. Right. Like Colin Cowherd said, you're comparing Zach Wilson and Justin Fields. He gave you the stats. One media giant or media area takes all the emotion out of it. And we and we make mistakes. Even as coaches, you make mistakes when you get a kid and you see on film they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you're like, give them one more chance. We'll fix it. No, you're not going to fix it. They're not that good. Move on. But then you get another media market like Chicago, which I think this is the reason why the Bears have just been inept for years and other organizations. We love you till no matter what. You could go out there and put a lousy product on the field, and Chicago fans will love you no matter what. So what's the, even the, the, the incentive of putting something out there? You're still going to come. You're going to spend your money. Yeah, you might bitch about the team, but you're still going to to the end. And year after year after year after year, you look at the lousiness. Justin Fields has had his time. I can tell you right now, he ain't the guy. I'm tired of people talking about the 85 Bears. It's almost been after next season, it'll be 40 years about the 85 Bears. Some of these guys, they're getting older. A lot of these guys technically are in their late 60s, early 70s, some in their mid-70s. They're going to start dying off, and you're still talking about the 85 Bears. Let's start talking about the 25 Bears. Let's start getting something going. Yes. George Hallis ain't walking through that door anymore. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He's passed the door in the pearly gates. Now, I do think his daughter should sell the team, but... Still, but if the Lions are being competitive and they finally woke up, the Bears need to wake up because this is this is just it doesn't make any financial sense to keep Justin Fields. It just doesn't. 
It is what it is. The information is right there in your face. And if you just don't want to blindly look at it, then that's your fault. But as an organization, you got to you got to get rid of them. You got to go with someone else. If Caleb Williams doesn't work out, that's fine. But you know what you got in front of you, David. It's it's pretty evident. I know it's a hard pill to swallow. I know you like the guy. But sometimes you got to move on for the betterment of the franchise. Yeah, like like I said, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. And I, I, will, I will say that, do I think that Justin Fields will be a bear kind of by week one? No. But... But again, knowing that, like you said, Ryan Poles' his career, or at least his job with the Bears, is riding on this pick. They're going to it's going to be scrutinized. And I mean, it's been scrutinized with the fine tooth comb and pick. And yeah, we have a month, and it's kind of as uh, pro days, and we get more interviews and more information out kind of as teams players make the rounds for yeah. As we get close to the draft things are going to be a lot more clear and for sure by mock draft 2.0 and 3.0, we'll know what each team is kind of saying behind closed doors and in public. Right. And you're right. And like I said, the bears got him DJ Moore. They got him at least an offensive weapon. The Cole command is not a bad tight end. He's not, you know, maybe Mooney. Okay. But, but then they also kind of beefed up the line a little bit. It's not as bad as it was when he was in Cleveland in this first start in Cleveland. And that was just awful. The bears have brought in pieces. They brought in even a defense. Tyson Bajit looked pretty decent as a backup. And he still had the same pieces. Justin Fields had, and there's hasn't been any evolution in his game. It's exactly. pretty, it's pretty evident. He's just not the guy. You can't sit there and say, oh, it's the Bears, this is Bear that, and you got a different quarterback, and that guy looked good, and the offense looked pretty decent. You blame the offensive coordinator. You're, you're putting all these blame and stuff. Once again, let's say you keep Justin Fields, you get Marvin Harrison, and he does the same thing that he did last year. Then what? You got him the pieces. You got him the draft collateral. It's him. Hit the eject button. Get off the plane. Just say, look, it was cool while you lasted. We're out of here. Maybe he goes somewhere. Maybe that system fits him, but it ain't gonna fit him in Chicago. Yeah, and get get what you can while you can. Right. Last thought, David. Well, yeah, it was going to be an interesting, interesting draft, particularly at the top, and knowing that it is, particularly this year, very defensive, back seven heavy. So. Again, I, I teased it in the mock draft. I wouldn't be surprised if Quinion is a top 10 pick. For sure. Yeah, top 10 well, pick. they're already saying Quinion is going to be a top 10 pick or a top 15 pick, especially after running, what, a 4340? Yeah. Low 43. Kuiper had him going 17 to David's pet team. The Jags? Yeah. Like, I, I honestly think that between the Titans who need a DB, I mean, technically, Washington, or the Giants need a cornerback, but I think. They'll try to go offense. And, yeah, Falcons, your Bears even, mm-hmm. if you kind of go to Minnesota at 11, if they want to trade up. Like, there are a lot of teams that need corners. And Quinion Mitchell, for for me, he's the second best behind Cooper. And Cooper's 
Cooper is a bad boy, but yeah, Quinion, he earned his stripes and he deserves to be a top 10 pick and shout out to him. He might go down as one of the best, if not the best, rocket corner in mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. Retire his number. Okay. Frank, your last thoughts on it? Well, in terms of what the Bears do, I still think they end up taking a quarterback and they trade fields. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Yes. And I, I mean, I had thought that he'd get traded to Atlanta at first. Mm-hmm. Hometown. Is, yeah, go there. But I definitely could see him getting traded to David Steelers. Mm. I'm just I'm honestly kind of surprised that David didn't go bananas and say, no, 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 I don't want that. Mm. Oh, but maybe he realizes he will actually be a fit there. Yeah. Well, guys, that was a great show, man. I really enjoyed it. And I didn't expect to, you know, to have all this great segments here. You guys, you Gotta guys. Gotta get the people what they want. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, David, what you got planned? Uh, just watching a little bit of college football. Um, not combine, but highlights from the pro, pro Day and Senior Bowls. Conference college basketball. Currently watching the A-10 conference tournament. Women's? UMass, no, men's. Future oh. Mac School UMass. Mm-hmm. Taking on Davidson. But, yeah, just college basketball on the tube all weekend. Mm. Thanks, David. Well, you have enjoyed your weekend, man. All right. See you next week. Yep. That was David the Man of God Harris here. Always having that controversial NFL stuff they have here. Um, shout out to uh, Myron Ruffin. He was actually watching the show. He kind of tagged his friend. So, yeah. Uh, Frank, you'll be back next week, right, Frank? Yes, I will be back next week. So you'll have your power play. We'll hear about your Red Wings. I think they're sniffing the playoffs. Well, man. I'd say they're more than sniffing. I, depending on the rest of the season goes, I could definitely see a scenario where they make a run to the conference final. At what, least. what? What? They've been playing well. Oh, okay. So the Iser plan is working, huh? Yeah, and I'll be interested to see what happens in the next phase of the Iser plan, which is the trade deadline coming up next week. Ooh. So you had your state of the state. Make sure you guys check out the state of the state. It will be getting posted here on WXUT's After Further Review on our SoundCloud and Apple pages. And he, he did really good with Michigan State, got into Michigan, even though you you have that hatred for the Wolverines. Good you do. And we talked a little bit about Bedford boys basketball. Yep. The state of, the state of that. Well, they'll do it here on 88.3 WXUT's After Further Review. Make sure you check us out every Saturday. We're doing a little over either on live on the radio at 88.3 WXUT. Once again, thank you for letting us broadcast in your studios. We also are on After Further Review Sports Show on our Facebook page. Like I said, just tune in. And if you want to make a comment, make a comment or something while any segments that we have. For David and Frank, I'm Derek. We'll see you when you see you. Peace. We're out. 88.3 WXUT is After Further Review.